With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love What Matters presents Your Story is a production of Love What Matters and iHeartRadio. I sat down and I talked to the kids. They were excited when I asked them if they wanted me to adopt them. And I was excited. At first, I was like, I don't know what they're going to say. But they said yes. I'm Colin Balfe. And this is a special bonus episode of Love What Matters presents your story. That was Trika Engelman from Cincinnati, Ohio. Trika is a longtime foster parent who just last year became the adoptive mother of three children. Her powerful story is a testament to the lengths that people will go to improve the lives of children and a beautiful reminder that those people often have their lives changed for the better in return. I always knew that I wanted to be a mom, even though I do not have any children of my own. Just, you know, bringing these kids into my life I see things a lot different. You know, they teach me a whole lot, and I know I teach them a whole lot, but this experience is really life-changing, and it's not easy, but every day we're learning something different from each other. Trika has been passionate about childcare her entire life. She spent her own childhood surrounded by siblings and cousins and was always eager to pick up babysitting jobs or watch the children at her church. I am the youngest of 11 kids, so I have five sisters and five brothers from my mom and dad together. We were always such a close-knit family. I have a lot of cousins. They've always came over. We had sleepovers. Any weekend, I'll be like, can I go to my cousin's house or can they come over? It was never a dull moment in my family. We would stay with my grandma sometimes and just sleep over. Never a dull moment. Since I was younger, like at the church, we had a nursery and they would ask me to work it every Sunday or during the week if we had service. And I would gladly go into there and hold all the babies. And I don't know, they were just always drawn to me. Trika's natural instinct to nurture persisted into adulthood and she began to explore more long-term ways she could properly care for children. Well, since high school, when I graduated, I started working in daycares. I used to see foster kids come in and out of daycares also, too. I was just working in the daycares and seeing these kids and knowing that sometimes they may not go home to a nice family all the time. And I'm just like, I have to do this. It's time for me to start what I know I was placed on this earth to do. Just working in daycares, I've always had that passion about me, just wanting to take a kid home, you know, just to give them the love and all that that I know that they need. Becoming a foster parent was something that interested her since adolescence. At my church, there was a family that I had known for a little bit, and I had found out they were going into foster care. At the time, I was about 12 years old, and it just broke my heart just to know, because I'm like, how would I feel if I had to go into foster care and I was split up from my brothers and sisters? Because I had found out that they were all getting split up because it was about six of them, and no one could take them all in. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is so heartbreaking. And at the time, you know, I couldn't do anything. I was too young. As I got older, I would often think about that family and I would often think about starting to do foster care because I've always had that passion to help other kids out. 
So one day I thought about it and I'm like, I'm going to get a two-bedroom apartment. I'm going to start this process. I did my research. That's when I started to become a foster mom. In 2016, after years of wanting to make meaningful changes in children's lives, she began the process of becoming a foster parent. You start off with taking two months' worth of classes after you make sure you meet all the requirements, the like CPR classes and stuff like that. So those are the basic classes. And then you get into where people come out and speak. Some people talk about their experience in foster care, and then some people talk about their experiences with, say, a bio mom talks about getting her child back from foster care. And just sitting in those classes, it can be so heartbreaking. Like, some days I would just sit there and cry and be like, how could somebody not want these kids that are in foster care or how could they treat them wrong and all that? So the hardest part to me was just sitting through some of the trainings with some of the things they presented as far as trauma that the kids go through. I feel like you have to have an open mind when you start the classes because you have to think about the kids that's going to come into your home, the trauma that they're going to go through, being taken away from their mom or dad. So you just have to basically go in there with the open heart and open mind to deal with all of that that's going to come with each child. And then you have your home study and stuff. That's when you finally get approved. So I had got approved in November of 2016. That's when I started actually fostering. More on Love What Matters right after a quick break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Love What Matters. Although she had spent her entire life looking after kids, the idea of becoming a parent in her own right was still daunting, especially because she'd never really had a mother figure. I lost my mom when I was six. It was very 
very heartbreaking. And I thank God that I had so many siblings and a father that was in my life. I also knew that becoming a foster parent, knowing that these kids are, I mean, not losing their parents for good, but just being away from their parents, just giving them some of my experiences and helping them out. Like, you know, I, I kind of know how you feel and just knowing that I'm going to be there with them through their journey, like my siblings was with me. She had to learn the ropes quickly, though, because soon after she was approved to take on children, she received her first foster placement. My first foster child was my baby Elijah, and he came to me at six days old. At first, I did not want any babies, but I'm just like, one day I just sat there and I was like, maybe, you know, it was just me, so I'm like, maybe I could use a baby in the house with me. I was kind of scared at first, because I'm like, even though I have a lot of nieces and nephews and I've always taken care of them, just knowing that this baby was gonna be with me from now on, it's like, oh my gosh, I really have a baby. And I mean, after a while, you know, I was always excited, but I was just always nervous because my mom did pass away when I was younger. I was just making sure I could be that mom that he needed because I did not always have that role model. After the first child, I always knew that I could take in more because when they do your home study, I was approved up to four kids. After I took in my first one, you know, it was just me and him for a while, and I knew at any day they can call me, and I can either say yes or no, but I could never say no because I just couldn't imagine somebody calling saying, hey, we have a child, and I'm just like, no. Like, where would they go? So I was always nervous every time I took in a child. I didn't know how they would adapt to me when they came into my house because I was a stranger to them, but we always seemed to make it through each time. Less than a year later, Trika's family would expand by two. She received a call about a pair of teenage sisters, Alexis and Mercedes, who needed the home. When I brought the sisters, I had got Alexis first. When they called me to take both sisters, I'm like, yeah, I'll take them. And they only showed up with one. So I was like, hey, where's the other one? And I found out she got into a bit of trouble. So she had to go to a group home. I talked to Alexis that night and she told me a little bit about her sister and I got to know her. After that, I reached out to her sister and eventually, you know, I talked to the caseworker and we got her to move in too. And just having older kids in the house, they were a lot of help with the little one. Any other foster kids that came in and out, they were always a lot of help. Just knowing that they were always there. They always say, do you need help with this and that? and. Even with them, I was still a little nervous because kids that are teenagers, they are already set in their ways. And it's like, I'm still kind of young. So I was just like, oh my gosh, can I really do this? And like I said, they have, especially my 16 year old, she has taught me a lot about being a mom and taking all of their feelings into consideration because like I said, they've already been raised by someone else. The family Trika built was thriving. After she got both sisters under her roof, the family of four moved to a bigger house and talks of adoption were underway. When I decided to adopt, the caseworker had talked to me about potentially adopting all of the kids because they were already in the system as permanent custody. I knew that when you go to trainings and they talk to you about adoption, because the kids were with me for so many years, I am the first choice if I was to say no, they would have to go to a whole nother family and get used to them. And when they told me that, I'm like, how can I tell these kids no? They've been with me for years. 
How can I look them in the face and say, I do not want to adopt you like that? I could never do that. It was November 1st, 2019. It was probably one of the happiest days of our life. <laughs> um, I think we were a bit nervous knowing that when we went down to the ceremony, we were going to be on camera. We knew that ahead of time. So we was trying to prepare ourselves, but I don't think you can ever prepare yourself for that. We were just so excited. We had so much support. My family came down. Kids, they're caseworker, mentors, they all came down to support us. It was just exciting. We had a little get together after, they call it their adoption party. So yes, it was just so exciting. And we had so much love that day around us as always, but that day it was just something different. With our support system, we have a really good support system. She had genuine conversations with her children about what their adoption meant. Understanding the uniqueness of their situation and of the adoption process itself. Well, of course, the three-year-old, <laughs> he don't really understand, you know, but the two girls, yes, they knew what it meant, you know, and I explained to them, like, your mom is always going to be your mom and your dad is always going to be your dad. I can never stop them from talking to their bio family. I would never do that. I want them to know who their family is and where they came from. And the same for the three-year-old when he's old enough to understand everything. I'll probably, of course, have to sit down and have a conversation with him. But I want them to always know where they come from. We do keep an open relationship with both families. More on Love What Matters right after a quick break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Love What Matters. Her honesty and transparency with her kids doesn't just stop at the adoption conversation, though. Trika, who is black, sometimes finds herself at the mercy of a society that doesn't understand or accept that she is the mother to three white children. Me and my kids, we talk about racism and stuff. They haven't gotten it as much from school that I have gotten from like social media and my story being shared. And I just feel like it doesn't matter if the kids are white, black, Mexican, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Like, these kids needed someone to take them in. And that's what I'm doing. I'm doing what I know that I am supposed to be doing. Like, I don't care what color they are. My kids understand, you know, about racism and stuff. We are happy. Like, no matter what anybody else thinks, we are happy. Times when we are out, I'll definitely get a lot of stares. One time we were in a store, some guy was walking past like, oh, you must be babysitting. And I'm like, no, sorry, these are my kids. And then we just walked away. You know, I don't want my kids, I don't want them to hear it. I mean, I know they're going to hear it, but when I'm with them, I just, I explain to them, I don't want them to be around that because for one, it's none of their business. And you don't have a right to just say that to someone. I always tell them people are always going to talk no matter what. <laughs> People are always going to have something to say. It's just the way that we deal with it. You know, you don't always have to comment on what people say. I know I don't comment. I guess just 
When you see my family, just know we're like any other type of family. We sit around the table for dinner. We have game nights, like all because we are different colors. You don't have to stare. We're just like any other family. But she isn't the only one doing the teaching in her family. She recognizes that her kids have taught her things about herself she never would have learned otherwise. They've taught me how to be patient, be calm, because I know I did not raise them from since they were babies, especially the older ones. They've just taught me how to be able to let them express their feelings because they do remind me like we have feelings too. You know, it's not always do this, do that, do what I tell you to do. They've taught me how to be a little more passionate and a little more calm with them. For Trika, fostering and adopting kids has been an overwhelmingly rewarding experience and one that she encourages others to pursue if they share her passion for helping and caring for children. I always tell people if it's in your heart and you have the passion, if not adopting, just foster, it's rewarding. It's very rewarding knowing that that you're helping a child, helping someone out, even helping the bio family because fostering is to reunite the kids with their mom or dad until they get on their feet. You know, it's not all about taking the kids away from their families. You never know somebody can be going through a hard time and they just can't do it right now. So basically you're helping a family out. And then if you consider adoption, I say go for it if you really have that passion to do it. Her incredible adoption story follows a lifetime of genuine desire and dedication to give children the lives they deserve. In adopting her children, Trika did something she had wanted to do her entire life and created a loving, supportive, diverse family in the process. Even when I, you know, first started the foster care, like I said, I have a huge support system. My church has been a huge support. They've known me since I was born, so they tell me every time they see me, I am so proud of you. These kids, they love you. We can tell they love you. So I've always had people tell me how proud they are of us. It's just knowing that even though some kids come into your home and some they go back to their family, just knowing that I'm going to be there to help them in the process. So just knowing that this is something that I've always wanted to do. Thanks for listening today. I hope you heard something that inspires and empowers you. For more stories like this one, check out lovewhatmatters.com. This podcast is a production of Love What Matters and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Colin Balf. The Love What Matters Presents Your Story podcast is produced by Miranda Hawkins and me and mixed by Josh Thane. Emily Marinoff is our engineer and Aaron Kaufman is our editor. Editorial oversight by Miranda Hawkins and me with help from Emily Marinoff and Juliet Muller. Special thanks to Nikki Etor, Kevin Balf, Chris Balf, Wilson Garrett, Red Seat Ventures, and Craig Kitchen. You can find more inspiring stories at lovewhatmatters.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.